Welcome back once again to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. I'm here with a very nervous David Thomas. <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah. Hi, everybody. We just, each week we come in and it's a new, because we want to relay all this important stuff we have, and it's a bit nerve-wracking having to talk, because so, slowly as our fan base is growing, we're talking to more and more people right now, so it's... Yeah. Well, maybe if we just be quiet and... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we... Greetings to everybody around the world, and uh, we just hope and pray that this helps you. Um, yeah, what we're doing at the moment, while well, as we begin discussing the enemy, is just laying a, a very, very slow foundation, mm. um, and and it's very important yeah. to to lay this foundation because it's on this foundation that we can basically begin to understand the enemy, and 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 more importantly, is understand. Um, how the enemy can attack us and what effect that can have on us. Mm. And so if you if you begin to understand what he is, it's going to be pretty important in helping you understand, well, this is how he, he, he attacks us and this is the only, re, only way he, he, or the only path that he can come yeah. in and attack us. And that's really important because, uh, you know, a lot of the time we might just find ourselves feeling condemned and we don't know what is going on around us and we don't have a clear understanding what the enemy can do to us. So we just yeah. flail our arms all around and pray wildly and not see clearly yeah. what's going on. So that's what we're doing. We're trying to make clear classifications. Yeah, classifications of the angels. Yeah. Well, last podcast, when we started the podcast of the enemy, section three uh, of, of, of this podcast, we dealt with um, the angel of the Lord, which it would seem that when we looked at the Old Testament, mm. the angel of the Lord would seem to be the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ because of what that angel could do that no other angels in the Bible can do what that angel could yeah, do. Yeah, forgiving of sins. That would be the primary yeah. sort of indicator. Yep. Um, yeah, what I'd like to do now is just discuss the other classifications of angels and what I want you to understand as we deal with this is these are the classifications of the angels which are a company and uh, effectively, when the angelic rebellion took place and one-third were deceived by Satan to leave and fight God, the classifications or these ranks were maintained over into the enemy mm. strongholds. And we can read about that and the classifications in, as Paul writes in the book of Ephesians. So the first rank of angel I'd like to talk to you about would be the archangel. Yeah, okay. And what, what's the archangel about? Because the name stirs something oh, doesn't it, does it? it? <laughs> the, archangel. the archangel of the lord i mean look at this in jude 9 but even the archangel michael you know he was disputing uh having a uh, incredible book jude it was nearly left out of the bible because really? yeah yeah because it, it's the only book that mentions a book that's not mentioned in the bible not, not uh, in the bible yes. you know yep, yep, so it's yep. pretty uh but there's incredible amount of stuff on end times and angels in this book mm. and it's one chapter so anyway, the, the, it says the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not care to bring a slanderous accusation against him, but said, "The Lord rebuke you." So mm -hmm. the, the, you know, there the, there is a ranking system, and there is a, a a recognition of this ranking system even amongst the archangels, and even though they are on opposite sides, yeah, um, you know, and uh, of 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 the war. Would you say that they're not really going into like? guerrilla warfare where it was just all out war like what you're saying is they've actually got specific ranks and they they sort of do they respect that in each other is that what you're saying um, i would i would say they would respect that because yeah. because satan has not lost 
the authority that he was given he's still perverting it but the power his power has been destroyed by jesus christ um but he still carries that authority he still carries that rank mm. you know because we we will read when we discuss when we go next week if we've got time to finish everything this week we'll read next week how or the week after or podcast after how he is he is the number one angel he was the number one angel yeah. he is he he's the number one archangel he was the most yeah. most beautiful right yeah yeah which it's is, incredible what 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 he was yeah um which and we just want to read another uh passage here revelation 12:7 yep and war broke out in heaven michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought yeah, so one of the names you'll learn about the devil is he's called the dragon. Wow. Um, and so there, th- this talks about a future angelic war. It's probably the completion of the angelic war that began, I believe, in pre, whenever the angels were created, between the creation of the angels and the creation of mankind and the universe. Mm. That'll be the completion of it, I think. Wow. That happens at the end times. I that's, think that happens during the tribulation period. It's so way. it's so insane to think about that this stuff is in the Bible and mm. it's literal and it's going to happen. Yeah. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. Because mm. to me, I've grown up with you know a lot of fantasy stuff and a lot of stuff like that. And he just put it aside mm. as stuff that's just from mythological tales. Yeah, it's yeah. irrelevant to well, actual real yeah. life, but... What we see there, jeez. <laughs> well, I want, I want to tell you something now. I love re- I love reading mythology. I love reading about the ancient cultures and their and their gods and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I want to say now that if you study the, the the angels and you study this from a biblical perspective, and then you go in and you start reading about, say, the the, the Greek gods mm-hmm. that Paul confronted, you and or, or the Babylonian gods, all the different kinds of things, and we will talk about tracing root spirits later on way down in the podcasts you will actually see that there is a um there is a correlation between these stories to the actual events that biblically took place yeah really. it's unbelievable yeah. it's, it's really fascinating i mean another scripture where paul writes in thessalonians about the end times 1 thessalonians four sixteen, he says listen to the, the the majesty of this yeah yeah for the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with a trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Yeah. Wow. Uh, if you guys can't see David, but he's got his fist, his fist is pumping as he, every oh, syllable. It's, it's, it's majestic. It's really majestic. It is. Um, so for archangels, you've got, so far you've got two names. You've got two names of the archangels. I'll give you Lucifer's one later, later on, uh, but you've got Michael. Now, Michael, Michael seems to be the guardian of the nation of Israel. He seems to be, he's an archangel, but he's also the guardian of the nation of Israel. And we and have a read of that one there in Daniel 12, 1. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. Did I read that properly? Yep. Such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered, every one who is found written in the book. What you'll also find is that there is a tremendous uh, talking about angels linked to end times. So every, every major uh, God event into history, every time God intervened in, in human history, there is a rise in both the elect angels and the demonic angels, there's a rise in activity 
of that angelic war. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So yeah. like when, when, of course, Jesus was incarnate upon the earth. That well, when he was born. When he was born. What right. happened? Bang, angelics, angelics. Yeah. Oh, visitation, this one visiting. Yeah. Gabriel, Gabriel seems to be there all the time. Talking about Gabriel, I'm not sure whether he's an archangel or not, but he is a rank, he's a, he's a high-ranking angel, and it would seem that the most important He's a messenger angel. So the most mm. important messages get given to Gabriel to bring through. I mean, Luke one nineteen, and the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that Gabriel suddenly appears next to you? Here is an angel that stands in God's presence <laughs> just waiting for that one message to get given. I can't imagine that, hey. Now, 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 this is incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. A prayer of one man activated God sending Gabriel and a spiritual war in the heavenlies ensued. Yeah, are we talking about Daniel here? We're talking about Daniel. Yeah, my right. wife loves this story. <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read Daniel 8, 16, and then do you want me to just continue Yeah, just read 8 and, yeah. and 9, 21. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli, who called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. And then we go on to 9.21. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. Yeah, I love that. That's cool, eh? Just, just before we go and talk about the angels of nations... Um, there, there, there seems to be a group of elect angels. Now, I, I, I personally think that these elect angels are the angels that stood true to God and maintained their positions. Now, you'll, you'll, I, I want to emphasize that word because it's going to come up when we talk about demonic angels. These angels maintained their positions mm -hmm. with God as God had placed them and, maintained, and, 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 and they were true to God. Mm. At that period of time. So those these are the elect angels. 1 Timothy 5.21 I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice doing nothing with impartiality. And then Matthew 25.41 It says then he will also say to those on his left hand depart from me you everlasting into the, the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So there's a clear distinction yeah. of these two angelic forces. Mm. They Angels are angels, but there is a group that have rebelled and they have been judged. And hell, the lake of fire, hell, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, has been specifically designed as their final punishment. And they're and, all angels. And they're all angels. But mankind, unsaved mankind will be condemned there as well. But the lake of fire wasn't prepared for mankind. It was prepared for Satan, the devil. And his angels. Right, okay. Yep. And so when people talk about demons, are they actually referring to a fallen angel? Yep. Cool. Yes. Cool. All right. The next, next one. Yeah. I, I, the, no, yeah. Carry, oh, sorry. 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 Go, go over for me. Ben. Oh, sorry, Ben. This is my job. Okay, Ben. As, <laughs> <laughs> I don't say much. I just, I just oh, you say a lot. You say a lot. I just, ah, oh, thank yeah. you, David. Um, introducing, dun dun. Angels of Nations. Angels of Nations. And now you right. can go on for okay. 10 minutes. <laughs> no, seriously. Right. Angels of Nations we're going to look at now. Um, all right. Daniel 10, 13. Now, we, we, we spoke about Daniel a few minutes ago, and Daniel begins to pray. The interesting thing about Daniel is when he begins to pray, he begins to pray 
a prophetic word given to the nation of Israel. He, you know, and he starts to pray this and really um, get before God and pray God's will and, 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 and go before God and say, Lord, what, you know, this is what you've said about us. You need to start fulfilling that. Really? And this, okay. this seems to activate God into action. Mm. And it shows you the relationship between a man of God and God and, and, and the interaction where, you know, the, the authority of the church, I know I'm digressing, binding and loosing, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, yeah. etc. Et There's a powerful relationship going on here. And what happens is God releases Gabriel with a message to Daniel that things are now in motion. Because Daniel... Because Daniel began to pray God's will. And I mean, that is... That is so significant to think about the power of prayer. Because yeah. so often we throw prayers at God without actually investing yeah. in it. And to think of that, like the weight. Of the can, power. I add, can I add something to the, what you just said there? Of course. In terms of the power of prayer, just remember the power of prayer activated a spiritual war in the heavenlies. Be careful what you pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you start to pray and you, you come under all opposition, mm. you know, don't, don't stop praying because you, you're finding yourself under opposition. You're finding yourself besieged. Don't stop praying. Yeah. You've active, you might have activated a war yeah. for a specific issue in your life, in your family's life, in your community. You've got you to keep, you gotta keep, you keep pushing fighting. on. You keep pushing on. We in a church, we've activated a season of prayer and fasting for a specific community that God will release treasure, mm -hmm. the treasure of, of souls within that community. We want, we, we want to go in and lead people to salvation, disciple mm -hmm. people. What do you think that's going to activate? It's going to activate a spiritual war, just like here in Daniel. Uh, Daniel 10, 13, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there, uh, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. So here... So, this, wait, so who's speaking there? That's, that's, that's Gabriel. Gabriel. That's yeah, Gabriel right. speaking. So here you've got um, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstanding Gabriel. Yep. All right. Gabriel is one of the most powerful messenger angels that God uses. So if there's a special message, God uses him. So this is, this is not a physical king of Persia or prince of Persia. Hmm. This is something more. Hmm. Um, and, and, and this prince obviously... Did not want to release the nation of Israel, so he came against the the, the message of, of of Gabriel to say it's going to happen. Mm. Michael, one of the chief princes, so there's obviously princes and Different, there's chief yeah. princes. Different ranks, yep. All right, he came to help. Why? Because we mentioned earlier that he's the prince of the people, mm. being Israel. He's a prince. He is the guardian angel prince of israel yep um 10 20 then he said do you know why i've come to you and now i must return to fight the prince of persia and when i have gone forth indeed the prince of greece will come that is really interesting to think about i find it very interesting the whole idea of an angel's reality on our physical earth because it says the, the prince of the kingdom of persia like to me i had this idea that that angels just could just appear anywhere out of thin air but obviously they have very different like different areas and regions on this physical earth it, it, that it would, they yeah. rule and and have different ranks in is that right it would seem it would seem that um they are they are ancient boundaries 
yeah. of nations, given to nations, and there are ancient guardians of those nations, which would be these angelic hosts. And so when one third of the angelic hosts went, obviously there's been a, a reshuffling amongst these nations to... So you've probably got, and this is me talking about what I believe, yep. you've probably got, um, like the Prince of Persia here obviously was against God's purposes because he fought Gabriel and then the Prince of Greece came and that was also the same thing. Um, and Michael came and he was obviously for God's purposes because he fought on behalf of Gabriel. So there would be a reshuffling and the these princes would be in charge of nations. Now, if you go and read the book of Job, the sons of man gathered before God to give an account. And Lucifer was one of those that came and gave an account before God of what they've been doing on the earth. Right. So there is this kind of ranking system yeah. taking place. Now, these angels would be, the, the obviously under the archangels, would be the highest ranking angels because they're in charge of territories. These are the territorial spirits. Yeah, I see. That we're looking at. Yeah. So I, I think personally that every nation and every, well, every, not every nation, but every race would have an, a, a, a guardian angel and then with the rebellion of the angels would have the opposite. Jeez, that's yeah? interesting. That is very, uh, that's... Yeah. You see, at, at around the time here with Daniel, the story of Daniel, it was time, it was time for the captivity of the, of, of the Israelites to end. Uh, in Daniel 9, 1-2, it says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Aphrodite, of the lineage of the, of the Medes, who, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood the books, uh, the, uh, understood by the books the number of years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Mm. So here, here Daniel's studying scripture and suddenly, bang, revelation, time's up. Mm -hmm. And so he begins to call on God yeah, for the implementation of his purpose. What God has promised yeah. to fulfill. Yeah. Now, can you imagine if you begin to learn how to pray <laughs> according to God's purposes and being led of the Spirit yeah. to pray? And there's like groanings and utterings as you led of the Spirit of God to go before the throne of God and to start praying. Like, for example, if you, if you narrow it down just to you and the soul that you're going to save. Can you imagine you go before the Lord and say, Lord, this person I want to disciple for you, I want you to give me his name. It would be similar to this in my book. Mm. Yeah. It is time for this person to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And so you've stood up and said, Lord, who is it? And you begin to pray and intercede for this one before the throne of God. Can you imagine the release of spiritual forces at that point according to God's will? That's, I love this. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You do love this. I love this. It's very interesting to hear because yeah. I don't think this gets talked about mm. much in regular church. Like, I, do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just kind of so get, you get a concept and you're just like angels and you yeah. see them floating around on Valentine's yeah. Day cards and you don't understand that they're these warriors. Mighty warriors. Yeah. Mighty warriors. I mean, after three weeks of this revelation, angels started to appear. Angels sort of just explode in this area, you know, and, 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 and the reason for the three weeks was because there was this war of delayed action mm -hmm. in the heavenly realms. There was a war going on and Daniel's praying and fasting. Oh, God, why aren't you answering my prayer? And I'm, I probably didn't say that, but I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> and there's a massive angelic war going on over the nation to release a nation. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting there probably a bit oblivious. Yeah. That's yeah. full on. I mean, uh, 1021, Daniel. I'll tell you that uh, 
but I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. No one upholds me against these except Michael, your prince. I mean, even the Greek, Greek prince wasn't helping. Mm. And then in 1020, it says, do you know why I've come? Daniel says, do you, Gabriel says to him, do you know why I've come? You know why I've come. And now I must return. There's another war going to go take place. <laughs> wow. I just love this stuff. It's, oh, <laughs> it's so significant to think about that that is... The world of the ancient times, like as we read it in the Old Testament, is not mm. irrelevant to the world we live in now. I think that's important to understand yeah. as well. It's not a history that we're reading. It's a, it's a, it is a history, but mm. it's also relevant to what we're living in. Like yeah. we could be living in stuff like this where angels are doing battle and stuff. It's just very yeah. crazy to think about that in this room right now could be this spiritual insanity. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it insanity. I'd call it, you know, our angels giving the enemy a couple of good sword good, good knocks on the head <laughs> actually there was this illustration that I can't remember who gave me this illustration but um, he said that as we're you know as we're sitting there and we get hit like you were talking about before as we pray into a situation we sort of give up when it's we get opposed he said that there's probably angels all standing around you and there's just this little weak enemy sitting there and they're just urging they're just mm-hmm. wanting you to pray against him I can I can take him down but we just because we get afraid, we don't pray that prayer. I love I love this stuff too. It's very it's very good. Next classification we're going to talk about is the cherubim. Yeah, Am I saying that yeah. properly, the yep. cherubim. Well, you yeah, or the cherub. Just one more thing on the other one is that um, you know these princes of nations in the, the New Testament seems to use the word principalities, and you can read that in Ephesians. But we'll come back to that later. I've heard a lot of that word. Yeah. Well, the cherubim. They're the Valentine's Day <laughs> yeah, cards, little, right? Little fat babies with yeah. angels love flying heart. around. The little, yeah, the little naked bums showing and shooting love arrows at, at, at your Valentine. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what they are, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, biblically? <laughs> okay. what, are they, what do they look like biblically, These, 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 the, the cherubim or cherub is the, the, the title and the, the, the plural for them is cherubs or cherubim. Mm-hmm. Okay. High-ranking angels, and they seem to be directly linked to God's repu- repro- retributive. retributive force on the earth. Mm. Okay? So whenever God begins to implement judgment, uh, okay. um, right. boring not, angels they're not Valentine's. fighting... <laughs> These, these are the guys. He they're not the Valentine's Day so love heart so, guys. So, so just like you scratch that out your head. These are, I mean, one angel goes over a battlefield and tens of thousands die. Hmm. Is this uh, Genesis three twenty four? We 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 see the first picture of these appear, and 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 it says, and and and. He, he drove out the man. This is talking about being driven out of the Garden of Eden. Yep. And he placed cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So when God leveled his, his judgment, his decree, mm-hmm. man's banished, he used the cherub. He released a cherub to go and look after. Very interesting. God. So what were the, the angels that went into Sodom and Gomorrah? These guys, the These re- guys. retributive forces wow. of okay. God to implement the retributive forces of God. Two angels, fire from heaven, destroy the city. Yeah, and we talked about that last week, didn't we? Mm. Where they went in and ate a meal first. Yeah. So another another aspect that these angels are, are linked with. Now, it, 
it's very important that you 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 if if you really following this podcast write these titles down who they are and what they are and so for example if i'm saying okay this is the retributive force of god if a cherub chose to lose its position or chose to rebel against god he maintains that rank and status and authority to operate but it's turned completely opposite to god mm. and so so you you're looking at different types of worry and we'll we'll deal with where they function and how they function and the effectiveness but these are fighting beings mm. you know powerful fighting beings another purpose that the cherub are connected with relating to god now the cherub serve god as he deals with mankind and it is concerning redemptive purposes of mankind so 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 when he's judging man he'll send a cherub when he's been in a redemptive purpose to mankind he will send a cherub it's very interesting exodus 25 22 and there i will meet with you and i will speak with you from above the mercy seat and from between the two cherubs which are on the ark of the testimony about uh, about everything which i have given you in commandment to the children of israel so the ark the ark of israel when when god told them to construct the ark mm-hmm. the the top of the ark was 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 modeled with a, uh, the mercy seat and then two images of cherubs between them Mm. so we could extrapolate from that and say that as god came he would be between cherubs Mm. you know and and they would sit there and 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 be part of that redemptive flow because the mercy seat was where blood was brought to cover over sin wow you know so the two areas retributive and redemptive now, the angel that moved over to the enemy side, mm. complete opposite. All right, so he will come and fight against the church to hinder its purposes, mm-hmm. and he will fight against the redemptive purposes of God for mankind. So you can pick up a scripture in two, uh, one or two uh, Corinthians four four, where the God of this world has blinded the the, the minds of men. Mm. What angel was that? What ranking of angel was that? Was it, well, it wasn't an angel of a nation. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a cherub turned bad. That's turned my bad. belief. Wow, okay. That's my belief. And so he's hindering the redemptive purpose. So he's working to the opposite of that. Okay. So whatever his call was, whatever his position was, he is now corrupted and he is corrupting that. So if he was related, and we're going to deal with another rank now. So if he was related to God's red retributive forces he will be against god's purposes and hinder that redemptive purposes he will be against god leading people to salvation so so by that what you're saying is say gabriel say an angel of similar rank in the um it got opposed and flipped around and all of Gabriel's positive traits got turned into the negative. Would that mean that that would be like a messenger? Okay, for, with, like is that? Yeah, let me let me just correct. With Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel seems to be a one-off position. I, I, oh, the, right, it's okay. just a one-off position. So yeah. what what you're gonna do now is what, and and this is what we'll do later on in the podcast when we start looking at the enemy. Mm-hmm. Is say for example the religious spirit. Yes. Okay, so religious spirit would obviously be an angel that's been flipped that is dealing with the 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 redemptive purposes of God. So an angel that went out 
to lead, you know, to protect, to look after so that people can begin to hear the message of God, begin to come to Jesus for salvation, accept Christ and, and, and help that person, he will work the opposite. Mm. And so he will come in and sow seeds of deception. He will sow seeds of false religion, cults, etc., etc., and manifest in that way. That's the opposite that you're looking at. I see, I see. And, okay, last one, the seraph. The, the seraph. seraph, yeah. Can you read that passage? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, this I've been is waiting. Yeah, this is one of the. Uh, this is. I wish we could have music to this page. Yeah. Every time, every time someone opens a Bible to Isaiah chapter six, there should be music. <laughs> you can hum if you like. I'm a I'll, bad hummer. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm just. I'm musically. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Like I know. Attitude. Yeah. I know. I know. It's okay. We'll deal with that. Do you want me to put on like a deep voice? Or just, <laughs> you, you. All right. All right. Let's. Okay. It's majestic. In the year that King oh, now Uzziah. Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted. Can you imagine that? I saw the Lord seated on a throne, throne, high and lifted. Whoa, I love it. Whoa, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see your arms, whether you are or not. But, uh, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet, and with two, they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Wow. <laughs> we know very little about this classification of angels, and the, 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 the little that we do know would be that they are continually wrapped around the worship of God. They're always, they're always seen around God's throne. Mm-hmm. So if any of these angels had actually moved away from God, I, w- I would reckon personally you'd looking at angels that are promoting worship for themselves. Yeah, right. Possibly. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just extrapolating this out. We'll deal with it a lot later on down the road there. But these angels, little is known about them, but whenever you you see them or or you read it, well not see them, whenever you read about them, these are the angels that are, that seem to be around God's throne Mm. and they worship him 24 seven. You read read about that in Revelation. They worship him 24 seven. you know, the four special angels around the throne of God, worshiping 24-7. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we've got to stop soon. So we'll Car- have to do character next week. Character then. next yeah. week. Character, character and, and works. works. Definitely. So tune yeah. in next week. Character and works. I have one quick question yeah. before we finish off. I see around in a lot of bookstores, books on that say they study angels. And they seem to be very strange books. I was just wondering whether you had an opinion on those. Do you know the ones I mean? Like, do you see them where it's it's like next to the vampire section, there's like a study of angels (laughs) section. And they're literally like books that people seem to pick up and read and and take a lot of theological foundations from. And it just seems a bit strange to me. Man, there are a a few subjects. Uh, I don't want to use the word dangerous. Mm -hmm. But there are a few subjects that are really open to be misinterpreted. Mm. Now, whenever you whenever you go into studying angels or demons, deliverance is another area. End times is another area. You you begin to walk on ground that leads lends itself to a lot of speculation. Mm, yeah. Now, 
so be careful what you read. Careful what you read. Be careful, careful what you read. Be careful where you pick up the book because if you're going to go into a bookshop and it's next to the vampire section, it's yeah. probably, probably not so great. A new age it, yeah, that it's talking about, and, and then you're probably talking about demons. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be picking up a book, rather go into a Christian bookstore and pick up a book that is a good be, sort of sort of sort of look vetted there, you know. Yeah. But be careful. Yeah. This is this is why in, 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 in when I teach spiritual warfare I lay this foundation and I'm laborious about it. I just it just <laughs> it, it, sometimes it seems when are you getting to the point? Yeah. But it's I have a reason for that because and we go back to Sunset's quote, if you know God, know yourself, know your enemy. And part of knowing your enemy is to begin to understand what he is, you know, what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are. And so we go to the scriptures. Mm. And sometimes even the scriptures are not really concrete. No, no, no. I wouldn't say concrete, but explanatory. Yeah, yeah. You know, here you here here in Isaiah six, the seraphs worshipped. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know. Okay, good. And then you've got so many sermons out there about what they do with their wings. They cover their face. This is worship. You know, flew. This is ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. I get you. I get you. Cool. Good advice. Thanks very much for listening, guys. And I actually want to just thank you guys for all the feedback we've been getting. It's been really positive to us, and we just love to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions or comments for us, go to www.life-house.net, and there's a million ways to get in contact with us there. So thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Have a great week, guys. See ya.